Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is Lit, Lit Gaming, Gaming Arena. Arena. For those of you who don't know, my name is Marcus, and I am joined by Justin. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are here to talk about games and playing games and what we did this week and what we're looking forward to. And food. So, not food this week. Uh, we already talked about that. Uh, so, let's get to it! <laughs> Okay, welcome back to the LGA cast, the official show of Lake Gaming Arena. The only podcast where we put a bullet in it right at the end, but you're going to have to wait to hear that. Yeah, you have to wait till the very end, then we put a bullet it's in it. It's my favorite segment. It's, it's the putting the bullet in it segment. The, the ending the I show like segment. laying the cast to rest. That's my favorite moment. <laughs> um, that's because that's, that's when it's all over and we get to sleep for the night. I have a drive home, but... I think my cable's going bad. I keep losing audio. Um, so you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to our website where you can see everything we post, as well as links to our Discord, or go to chat.lga.gg and you can join our Discord. If you would like to rate us, you can do so on Apple and Podchaser.com. If you could give us five stars if you like the show, and if you don't like the show, give us five stars anyway, because that's what cool people do. Um, also, I mean, if it's not a five star, just don't rate us. Yeah, just give us five stars. <laughs> give us five stars, raise. Share the show with your friends. If you like the podcast, maybe your friends also like the podcast. Uh, word of mouth is the number one way that podcasts can grow. So if you could share the show around, that would be awesome. But... With all that being said, it's time to get into the games that we've played and or are looking forward to and or movies and TV shows. <laughs> it's a long segment name. So, Justin, what are you what are you playing? What are you looking forward to? What, what do we start with? What you're looking forward to? Well, what I'm looking forward to is um, The Witcher. The bullet in the end of this the podcast. No. The the Witcher animated feature? Yeah, I don't know. I, that's a ways out. That's a ways out. I think that's not worth mentioning. Well, yeah, we already mentioned it. Yeah, we already we already mentioned it. Um, I saw something, but um, in the last episode, you recommended me some stuff to play on uh, Game Pass. I kind of want to check those out. Um, also, like The Witcher Three Wild Hunt is on Game Pass. So gotta, yeah, you know, a, pl I gotta a Plague play Tale that. of Innocence. I think yeah, is, all that stuff looks because really that's good. I'm gonna check out Plague Tale. Um, that's because I've it's been a game that I'm like I've been eyeing from afar, but it's like not a game I necessarily yeah. wanted to buy at full price. So also it's coming next month, but the um the <clears throat> the Clone Wars final season on Disney Plus that's that's something to look forward to. Oh shit! You know what? I didn't even consider all that Clone Wars shit is on Disney Plus, so I can watch it. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't actually the um the an the the 2D animated one isn't because of like what? um licensing. licensing yeah it's actually disputes. yeah it's actually owned by Cartoon Network so therefore not on Disney Plus um so you didn't hear it from me but uh, YouTube is a place YouTube is a website <laughs> yeah I have seen all like it yeah. and they've like edited People, it to be like a movie which yeah. I know they 
they did actually do on Cartoon Network. Like after the whole thing ran, they did just like they put just a, yeah, a whole thing. Cause it's like a good like two 40 minute episodes, I think, is what's online. Um, I think it's two hours actually. Yeah, it's some. It's at least it's at least an hour and a half of content. Good stuff. Um, I don't know if there's much else that I'm looking forward to specifically. I mean, most of the games that I want are a little further out, like in the March range. Um, You're not going to play Temtem, which is already out on PC, but uh, it's like Pokemon. Yeah, that weird like Pokemon MMO knockoff, which I guess like everybody's playing right now. I don't know. It's I don't have I don't get much PC time. So it's a little hard for me to play PC games. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I might, I might try. Is to Journey into that. to the Savage Planet? Is that something you're looking forward to? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Seems up your alley though. Maybe. See, it's it's hard for me to know what's up my alley until like someone tells me it's up my alley. It's in space. I know, but like, there's always. I mean, I don't like FTL. That's in space. Oh, you know what? Hey, this episode's brought to you by Game Fuel. <laughs> Yeah, just gonna dump that here, I guess. Yeah, that's where I'm dumping it. Hey, um, yeah, I didn't. What's funny is that last episode, I didn't do the game fuel thing at all because we recorded after midnight, and I was just like, I'm not opening up a game fuel after oh, midnight. <laughs> so, if you're wondering if we were sponsored by Game Fuel last week, no, we weren't, because <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say we were. Yeah. So, other than, I mean, other than rugby twenty, you're not looking forward to anything. Nope. Okay. Um, what I have played, I played more Demon's Tilt. It's like the one game I just keep like going back to because I'm just like, I gotta, gotta top that score. I mean, it's like such a good like pop in, play a couple rounds, like kind of zone out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like so meditative. My right? highest, my highest score since my epic 96 fucking million. Um, I got 65 million. Damn, you're doing good. But like every other round is like, eh, 10, eh, 7. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like I have just a higher average than you, but you're like, I mean, there you got some zingers in there. You got some. I was like, I can't, and I still have like the fucking curse where like, so that 65, mi that 65 million run, my first ball, 50,000 points. My second ball, 1 million points. It just, I went from one ball takes just one good ball. <laughs> yeah. I went from 1 million to 65 million with my last ball. And that, that's how it happens in every game where it's like my first ball, I'd, I can it before I fucking a hundred thousand, and then like my second one, anywhere from like one million to two million, and then my third ball just stratosphere. See, my usually mine is like my first ball is pretty weak, but uh, ball two and three are pretty strong. Yeah, I don't know, like I, my first ball is always a piece of shit. I don't, but like that that ninety six million run, that first ball I got into that very top section, and I just like stayed there for like like way longer than I should have. Like, I don't know how you can blow up a lot of points that way. Yeah. Like I just, I was just still up there. I just kept going around those loops. I kept hitting the line and the, the snake head. And then I, I lock, I managed to lock a ball on my first ball up there. See, I'm not sure what all triggers multipliers, but I know you get multipliers by being up there. Yeah. There's certain things that will trigger a multiplier up there. Like I got to, um, and actually this, this, that, that 65 million run I did, I, I did that without even beating the first bottom boss. Cause I just was never, I was never down in the bottom area that much. Like I was always just like in the middle to top. And then like every time I did go down to the bottom was when I just fucking drained the ball. I, that first boss is a bitch because it's like, he can sometimes slam dunk your ball. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Um, but I hate that one. Like, cause it's the, it's a, or if you go like, 
you know where it has that jackpot where it launches the ball down um but if you go like just above it it goes through that little loop and shoots it back down and it can sometimes just go straight down in the hole i hate that see i think the the knights obviously the skeleton knights they're not bad um the spaghetti monster is not bad either um yeah. he the spaghetti monster makes me have panic attacks because he sends out because every time he's hit he sends out like a, a bunch shitload of, shots. of stuff yeah um so that can give you kind of a panic attack but i'm like eh, if, but you then kinda, if you hit the gold thing then it just all converts to points yeah and also if you just get kind of like crazy with the flippers so like it, instead of like hitting the ball once you hit it three times uh no oh, okay kind of negates that and then there's uh the three-headed thing i've killed that i think i have once maybe I think I did that during my hundred million. And then I've run. killed the thing after that too. I hate that. And then I, and the that's, thing after that, <laughs> I I couldn't do. But. The three headed thing. That's where like that this that Pete that circle starts spinning. Is yeah. That, I hate that. And then it also like you'll get a multi. Obviously, for beating the spaghetti monster, you get a multi ball. And then you don't you don't get a multi ball for beating the three headed thing, but it's a bitch. Yeah. Um, just because it's got like a stupid you amount get, of health. like a million points to kill it. Yeah, I got a multi-ball when I was up at the top, and then my multi-ball like, went up like for that, that 65 million. That was like one of the few ones where I actually had like a good first ball, and I ended up getting like two, uh, <clears throat> two mo- or a multi-ball, and then I was like up in the very top, and I had both the balls up there, and I was just like going crazy. <laughs> And then I drained them both, and it sucked. I was yeah, bad. I'm just curious to see how many bosses are on the bottom table. Because there seems like a lot. I mean, I yeah. assume it resets at a certain point, but there's a lot of them. I played the EX mode so I can try out the... Those, get, get bonus tables. Those bonus tables. So I did like... I got the bowling one, which was pretty funny. I mean, there's kind of hard to get strikes in that. There's a lot of gutter balls. There's like a Grim Reaper thing you can fight on a table that's at the very top. Um, I've killed him once. I did... um. The snakehead one? Have you done that one? Yeah, that one? one's fun. That one's like one of the better ones. See, I sucked at that one. I just drained like, the ball immediately. If, if you can get a good one in there, because there's a good easy ball lock in there. But uh, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, if you can start popping that snake in the face, your multiplier and like your points will climb like <laughs> stupidly. But yeah, I did that. I think I got, I want to say I think I got like mm, 20 million, 16 to 20 million, my first EX mode game. I didn't do a hard mode though. Well, no, I did. I did do a hard mode, and I think I got, like, 6 million on my first hard mode game. You're going to eventually join the Billion Points Club? (laughs) Maybe. I love pinball, though. I wish I had a real pinball machine. I mean, this is at least, like, it's good. It's rock solid. I mean, we've talked about this, like, game. It's like three weeks in a row now. (laughs) I mean, it's... I feel I like it's, I feel if we talk no about game this mo- this much, it's definitely worth checking out. No other podcast. I don't like. I don't. I haven't heard any other podcast really talk about this game. I, I just know when I first yeah. when I first saw it, I was like, I'm I'm into that. <laughs> like that looks really up my alley. Yeah, the guys. Anytime you mention Demons Tilt, the guys um will uh like like they'll like retweet your post. I mean, I bet we could if you have you hashtag them. I've added them in a post and they retweeted it. I kind of want to like reach out and see if we can interview them because I bet we could. There's like six developers on that thing. Yeah, I would love to have them on if we could. Um, you should reach out to them. Yeah, and talk I, about I pinball. Least, I bet at least one of them would be willing to be on here, even though I know we're like small potatoes when it comes to cast. But yeah, we got big timed by. Fucking what's his face? I don't want to say his name on here. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his name, but we got big timed. You know who you are. 
Did she ever listen to this? <laughs> oh, definitely that not. <laughs> they were like, I'm going to start my own podcast with Blackjack and Hooker. Yeah, exactly. I know I'm just screaming into the ether, but uh, yeah, it's been one of my like favorite games uh, in Turbocharged Pinball Returns. I hope they're making money. Like I really I hope do. so too. It's a good game. I it, the the a, the EX mode felt really weird to me because of the board being skinnier. Like yeah, it felt it, off. Yeah, it does. It, especially after playing a lot of the yeah uh, main mode. So I'm like, I feel like there's no there's like no room here. It feels like like am after I playing, playing EX mode though? I kept being like, I should only play EX mode. <laughs> yeah, because I guess. But then you're you, seeing more of the game. But then you go back to the other mode and. Oh, that's cool. Someone uh someone turned their widescreen monitor sideways so they could see more of the game while they're playing. Like I said, you could do that on the Switch. You could have it the vertical like, mode. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That looks like the best way to play. I'm I wanna I wanna play that. You could turn your TV sideways. <laughs> that's a that is wait, that is a TV. Whoa. That is a TV turned sideways. What the fuck? That's a hardcore right there. Yeah, it's fucking Vizio fucking TV. The proper way to play Demon's Tilt. He's playing it on his Nintendo Switch even. So it's his Nintendo Switch on a TV. I think turned S- sideways. Switch is a real optimal place for that thing. Uh, but like I said, if you want to check this out at like, if you already have Game Pass. I got it. I'm going to tweet at this guy. What kind of, what kind of TV stand is that? So it's like a tripod. <laughs> Oh man, someone's in that billionaire club. I'll I'll never be there. Down fuck. That's a stupid amount of points. I feel like once you like break past a hundred million, it's like just ten seconds away though. <laughs> if you have that multiplier, um, I don't know. That's like it's a lot of points. I feel you need like three hundred million, and then you'll be cruising. And you're cruising your way up. Um. So what are you looking forward to? Um. There's some games I like, kind of like forgot about that came out this month that I may like look into. Maybe I'll wait till they're on sale. But uh, To the Moon, uh, which is a critically acclaimed title, uh, mostly on PC, but it, it came to Switch on the 16th. Um, that that's a game I need to play. I haven't played it. Uh, I think Switch is probably a good avenue to do that. I'll probably wait till it's like on a sale because Switch always has. A lot of indie games, a lot of sales on indie games, but uh, a game that came out today that I've been, I've, I've talked about before, but uh, always worth re-mentioning these when they actually launch. Uh, there's a game called Mosaic. Uh, can't come, comes out January 23rd uh, when we're recording this. Uh, but yeah, it's coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, iOS, you know, the works. Um, looks good. Uh, it, it's got like kind of a, good art style to it really that's like sometimes that's all a game needs to really like draw me in to be honest yeah um but yeah anyway i i I can't like me and music yeah like mosaic kind of looks a bit like inside or uh like a little bit of inside a little bit of limbo like a bit more color though uh anyway what else i mean journey to the savage planet if that this says it's launching on January 28th, but I swear that game got delayed, so I think that's a lie. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero uh, is getting its TV edition on the 28th. I may I may check that out. No, I may yeah. not. I've heard a lot of good things about Kentucky Route Zero, but that game's finally finished up. Um, yeah, I guess uh, 
Once again, just stuff I may, may not check out. Warcraft 3 Reforged, uh, dropping on PC on January 28th. Nice. I'm big on Warcraft 3. I know, like... Yeah. Some people hate it. Some people love it. I fall in the love it category. I have a lot of good <laughs> memories of Warcraft 3, so I'll probably check that out, um, depending on cost. They haven't really announced a price on that thing, I don't think. $60. It <laughs> better fucking not be. That'd be like a stupid price to pay for I mean, Warcraft it's Activision 3. Blizzard. Yeah, it's that's true. Um, it could be anything. I'm guessing 30 Yeah, that that's reasonable. reasonable. I think anything, because even 40 sounds a bit much. It seems worth checking out, uh, though the graphic overhaul is like it's somewhere in between. Like, like when you look at how the original models look, you're like, I don't know how they never looked that bad to me, but they're they look fucking terrible. And then you see the new models and you're like, oh, they did a good job. But then you're also like simultaneously like they should look better. Like the work doesn't seem like it's quite enough, but it is still a substantial upgrade from how they used to look. That's for sure. Um yeah, I mean, that's uh, about it. The, the January is always kind of a slow month. The ga- games are building, uh, like, both January and February a bit slow. Uh, J- February looks a little better. But uh, otherwise, mostly what, I, what I've what i bought so far is kind of what I want to focus on, what I've been playing, uh, which has been mostly Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. But I did buy uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore for Switch. I did buy that, but it just arrived today, so I haven't played it yet. Um, and I played a little bit back on the Wii U, but not enough to super speak to that other than, like I said, it's kind of like a weird, it's a JRPG, uh, you know, so on and so forth. It's got got like idle, you're kind of like an idol and you're battling and some of the summons are like kind of like Fire Emblem characters because it was like Fire Emblem Cross, uh, SMT, Shin Megami Tensei, uh, which is funny because it is, uh, TMS is the abbreviation. Notice anything funny about that? That it's SMT backwards? <laughs> Which had to be intentional. That has to be. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, I just feel it's a good chance to play that game because I, I feel it was overlooked on the Wii U, and that was really the only place to play it. Um, But Kakarot, anyway, I can talk at length about that. That's the game I've played the most. Oh, boy, Kakarot. The game that... The best Dragon Ball game ever, right? No. <laughs> you know what's strange? You know what I I feel that the the best Dragon Ball game ever well was the, there's two games that really stick out to me. So uh the original Dragon Ball Z Budokai was like amazing at its time cuz it was like oh man playing as all those characters in 3D cool like so Budokai Budokai 2 and like Budokai Tenkaichi and Budokai 3 like you know so on and so forth those were all good. Um Fighter Z is definitely by far the best Dragon Ball Z game, like hands down. Yeah, which I think I, I mentioned thought it last was week. Fighters. It it can you can say Fighters or uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Either way, I choose Fighter Z because it goes with Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of use them interchangeably. Uh, but which I, I can't remember if I mentioned last week on the new segment or otherwise. But that that game is getting. Fighters uh, is getting uh, uh, Ultra Instinct Goku. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. No, you didn't. I, I didn't mention Ultra Instinct I Goku. I don't think you did. All right. He's a. They are adding another season pass to that game, and the first character is Ultra Instinct Goku. Which is the ultimate form of Goku. Yeah, which is uh, cool. I, I, I like that form. I think that's a, that, like 
good character. I mean, considering they already have like Jiren in there and all that <laughs> shit, but uh, who knows who the other characters will be in that fighter pass? Because um, there's already quite a bit of characters that they've added. I'm sure there's going to be more Gokus. There's always more Gokus, uh, but there's always more Gokus. I the rumored characters are like Khalifa and like what she's like Fem Broly, if you will. Um, I think Kaba is another character that's rumored. The, those are characters uh, like Khalifa and like uh, what, what all those like the the female Saiyans that they added that go Super Saiyan. Yeah. Uh, in the that arc are I think those are all good choices. I I would I personally wouldn't go with Kaba. Um, uh, I know he's kind of like Vegeta's uh like underling train like trainee in a way. He's kind of mentoring him, but I don't know. He's just not a character I would go with because he looks kind of bizarre. I mean, and just. I don't know. He didn't have enough big moments in the series. What I'm kind of hoping, if they there's a character they need to add uh, to just drum up hype, because there is supposed to be more super coming, and like the manga is still ongoing. Uh, but like, I don't know. I think I've talked before how uh, Dragon Ball Super is made really bizarre, where Akira Toriyama makes a script and he sends a script to both the showrunners and the manga creators, but and they kind of fill in the blanks. So yeah the manga and the show are a bit different than one another. And it's not because usually it's the like manga is made and then the show like kind of makes changes to the manga. But in this case, it's like both kind of run concurrently and like that's kind of weird, (laughs) their own unique spins and like certain things happen. Uh, But they're the same script uh, underpinning script. But in any case, the character they should add is Moro's. He, he does kind of make an appearance at the end of Super, but he's like kind of a goat demon looking guy. <laughs> he's pretty cool. Um, and that's if they want to really like jump the gun on this thing. Uh, yeah, otherwise, I don't know. They've really got a lot of characters in there. They've they've got a lot of the good ones. Uh, I don't know. I'm more for like some GT characters that they don't have. I know they added Kid Goku like from GT, but I'm like, I'd be fine with like Baby Vegeta or like... Uh, Evil Lord Shenron uh, would be cool. I don't know. General Rildo. <laughs> For people who care. <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, Super 17 would be cool. I mean, no, I was going to say that would be three 17 characters, but not really because there's like 17 has his own character slot from Dragon Ball Super, but I don't know. So I like Super 17. <laughs> I don't know. There's plenty. Well, oh, speaking. Well, a character they definitely should add uh, just to counterbalance Kid Goku is have a Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta. Uh, I like those designs. I know a lot of people love them, hate them. Say what you will about GT. I kind of have like, (laughs) I know GT is not good and it broke a lot of rules of Dragon Ball. And like, like, I mean, Vegeta got a haircut. It's not even possible. (laughs) Uh, But he had a cool mustache for a little bit. Which thought, apparently um, is possible because they grew beards in I th- Super. I thought um, you were saying something like they might be bringing GT back into the fold. GT may or may not be canon. Currently, my assumption based on Akira Toriyama is everything's canon. Because, <laughs> okay, and the, the reason being is like Z, when it ends, it ends kind of a little bit further flung future. Yeah. Uh, with a world tournament starring like Papaya Man, who is Oob, 
and like it's got young pan and like it's just got some weird stuff going on in it and then like goku goes and trains oob at the very end uh but in any case that technically hasn't happened yet because hmm. super takes place before that it's like um because super takes place directly after the boo saga and once again something that may canonize this is goku in dragon ball super referenced that he asked uh kami well piccolo or not not piccolo but dende because dende is the new guardian of earth uh to reincarnate uh Majin, evil majin buu as a good person on earth uh which is where oob comes from anyway oh, okay so that since he said that in super that i'm like that canonized oob who still hasn't necessarily i think he made a background appearance in super in a way but he he didn't sh- like i think they showed him as a baby but not as like hmm. an adult but because it canonized that that it's like well gt could still be in the fold but at the same time that would be a little bit weird because once again gt did break some rules yeah um and i once again i talked directly about uh they cut dragon balls the black dragon balls were explained but mostly the vegeta cut his hair which like saiyans can't cut their hair (laughs) um but they can apparently grow beards like so at first i always had a problem with the facial hair but i was like i guess nap always had facial hair but i was never clear on the rules with facial hair (laughs) but they did show like like goku's a good example which i I think this is just they explained an anime ass anime thing but goku gets like part of his hair cut off but then it just like instantly regrows and that was like saiyan's hair is indicative of their rank so your hair is just always your hair huh um and that's why that's why someone like like Goku never needs a haircut or Vegeta never needs a haircut, but they straight, they did show Gohan's hair grows cause he's, he's a half breed. That's so, true. cause I was like in early on, like, like he had kind of shorter hair and then he gets like kind of a long mullet thing going on when he trains with Piccolo. Yeah. And then he gets his gross haircut where he has a bowl cut and he's on planet Namek. That's <laughs> in my opinion, that's the worst, uh, that's the worst Gohan's looked, uh, <laughs> And then, you know, he becomes Teen Gohan and he gets like awesome hair and then he is Super Saiyan 2 and he's a complete badass. But anyway, once again, and <laughs> all of this is related because we are kind of like talking about Kakarot, which does cover the Dragon Ball Z story from the beginning of Dragon Ball Z all the way through the Buu Saga with some side content. And pertaining to the canon is Akira Toriyama worked with this team and he says it is like canon, huh. even though it does kind of like some weird things. Um <laughs> I do want to clarify one thing that I did talk about just because now I have more information on it now that I've played the game is I mentioned how you can go fishing with your tail and like Goku just pulls out a tail and like screws it on, which is kind of weird. You know how he does this? I thought he just carried around his tail and it was creepy. Um, It's actually like a robot tail that Bulma gives him because he's like Saiyans fish with their tail. So Bulma gave me this. (laughs) That's weird. Um, And Gohan has one too. Oh boy. After he gets his tail cut off. Um there are like I've seen a lot of articles talking about this game uh recently which I mean it is kind of like one of the first big releases of the year. And I mean I went the only reason I bought this is because I I went in 50/50 with a friend because we share a PSN. Yeah. So I paid $30 for this reasonable price i think that's about what it should be <laughs> um it i went into this with measured expectations because i know like 
from the onset, a open world Dragon Ball Z on paper sounds cool, but I'm also like, how much money is getting put into this? Like, not a lot. This is made by CyberConnect2, which did work on the, uh, well, they've worked on several anime games. They're kind of the anime go-to team, uh, but they, and they're, they usually, the anime publishers, Bandai Namco, but, uh, in any case, they worked on the, uh, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games. Okay. Um, just for a flashpoint of this game. But, uh, I don't know, the, the open world is, it's, it's like a big world with nothing to do in it. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing with this game. Yeah, it, which is like, it kind of reminds me of the Superman 64 game a little bit. <laughs> and not in like, I mean, Super Superman 64 is real bad, but it is like a lot so of like... So you race through rings? No. Not exactly, but let me get to that. <laughs> Once you get the ability to fly around and kind of like freely roam, which it is kind of still restrictive on uh, for quite a bit, like Goku uses his flying Nimbus early on, but there's like orbs you can collect... Uh, which you use, you spend those orbs on it. Like, all your skills will cost those orbs. Uh, and there's varying ones of those. Like, there's, uh, like, green ones, which are, like, support ones. And there's blue ones and red ones. And there's all these different orbs. And they're just all around the fucking map. Uh, and they don't really go away. You, like, you can collect them and they'll eventually respawn. Uh, but you're, you're flying around collecting these. And there's, like, oh there's rings and hoops and, oh like, boy. little trails. So... Which is actually kind of strangely fun to collect those, to be honest. Like, I've I've just followed paths. Like, I don't know. I've had fun just running around. The, the movement around the actual world is actually, like, pretty fun. I think where this game suffers the most is, like, once again, it's a, it's a very large world. And there's very few side quests. And most of the side quests are boiled down to, like, fight me. <laughs> um, and the fighting's just really not great. Like, it's very, very repetitive. And, like, characters have a shit ton of health bars. <laughs> I mean, like, out the gate, it's like, this guy's got five fucking health bars. Like, this sounds, fucking yeah. Nappa has, like, eight health bars. <laughs> and you're just bars. punching him a lot. Like, I'm Krillin fighting fucking Nappa. And he's got, like, a zillion goddamn health bars. Uh, but, and, I mean, sometimes they get mowed down pretty quick based on your level. Uh, but for the most part, you do feel like, oh, I'm just like punching them repetitively and like blasting them with blast, which I mean, are like, cool. It's cool to do like, you know, you shoot your Gallic guns, your Masenkos, your Kamehameha's and what have you. Uh, I'm sure it gets cooler when you get like Super Saiyan and like Big Bang Attack. I'm I'm currently in the uh, Namek Saga or like Frieza Saga, whatever you want to call it. Um but I'm not quite to the Ginyu Force. They've just called the Ginyu Force. So I've already beat up Dodoria and Zarbon uh, as Vegeta. The Dodoria fight was ridiculously hard, at least for me. I don't know if I was fucking something up. I don't know what I was doing. It, and I was like a level higher than him. And there wasn't really a lot of grinding or anything I could do. Because there was like no side quests. There's not a lot of side quests, it doesn't feel like. And some of the side quests, uh, when they're not beat up this guy, they're real shitty. Like, it'll be like, Turtle wants uh, a royal tomato. And then you go, he's like, go to the farmer to get a royal tomato. You go to the farmer, and then he's like, oh, I want you to collect these fish. And then there, you have to go to a different map and collect the fish, which it doesn't really give you a quest marker for where that's at. Another problem, which this seems, uh, I've, I've heard people say the game's riddled with bugs. I wouldn't say it's riddled with bugs. It's got a few non-game-breaking bugs, but, like, minor weird things. Like, uh, an example is when you have to... So, 
in the same saga, Vegeta and Nappa wait around for Goku to show up because they're like, oh, I'm going to wait for this badass to show up. <laughs> uh, and during that time, it kind of gives you a little moment to free roam. But if you talk to Piccolo, like, there's a way around this, but if you talk to Piccolo and he gives you the option to either fight them or leave and do other stuff, if you click leave and do other stuff, it removes the quest marker. But if you just hit circle and like cancel out of the option entirely, it'll leave the quest marker on the map. Okay. Uh, so obviously it's problematic because if you say, no, I want to explore more and it removes the quest marker, you're going to have to either mark where that is on the map or just remember where the fuck it was. Um, so that kind of sucks. And I don't know. There's also these, I forget what they specifically call them, but they, they eventually introduce like, oh, there's going to be like these villainous enemies that are like red enemies that are stronger than regular, just bullshit you run into. And they almost imply like that you can fight them. You like maybe there is an order you could do, but I didn't want to look up a list or grind enough to beat these things because you'd be beating up a lot of guys. But the first yeah. one I went into was level 35. And when you're a level 16, it one shot me. Oh boy. Yeah. So, it, but it like, it, when it introduces these, it like, it has you do like a tutorial kind of one of these things. And then it's like, oh, fight these stronger enemies to get better EXP and power ups. Uh, but if you run into these, they will fucking cream you. And the worst part about that is if you like, because the way it tutorialized that, if your immediate reaction was like, oh, I should just run into those, that first one wasn't that bad. Uh, and then you get creamed, uh, prepare to reload from the wherever it last saved if you didn't make a manual save. So typically at the start of the chapter or whatever map you warped into, uh, which can suck a uh, loss of progress. So th th this game's got a lot of kinks in it, to say the least. But yeah. I don't know. It's it's that story. And I have like I personally have a soft spot for the Dragon Ball Z, like <laughs> just story and bullshit. Obviously, yeah. I talked a lot about just how engrossed in that fandom i really am oh yeah uh but there are some odd moments uh with the game uh i, th I think it's a it's a fine way to experience the story but you just can't beat the show in some ways because i think of uh, how uh even early on in like the Saint saga when piccolo fires his special beam cannon and blows a hole through Raditz. Uh, spoilers, I guess. Uh, <laughs> For anyone who hasn't seen Dragon Ball Z. I, I guess, or experienced it in its nine jillion iterations. If you haven't played fucking, like, a Budokai game or whatever the hell. it. But he fires a special beam cannon, pierces Raditz, and then the blast kills Goku as well. Um, In the show, that scene has a lot of punch to it because you see the special beam cannon kind of, like, drilling into Raditz a bit before it penetrates him and pierces Goku. Um, and then they did a lot of cool animation shit for that. But there, there's kind of like some weight to it and some punch to it. In the game, it just like blasts straight through. <laughs> it was just like, oh. And then you don't like... I hesitate to say there wasn't a hole in Goku, but they're kind of when it happens, they don't really show a hole. And then when it shows him on the ground, there's just like a black spot that they put on his stomach that looks kind of bizarre. And I'm like, well, you didn't quite get a hole like blown through his stomach. It's more like in his chest cavity, like more exactly where his heart is. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think some of that stuff isn't as punchy as I want it to be in those cutscenes. Um, <laughs> I mean, it still looks good. 
it still plays good. What um, about that bug? Oh, yeah. I, so this is kind of a funny thing about a personal bug that I had. I don't know if anybody else has done this. but So I very start the game. You're supposed to, at the very beginning of the game, you're supposed to walk with Gohan and take him to a fishing hole and teach him how to fish, which is where you learn about the gross tail thing. <laughs> After you go fishing, catch a fish, eat the fish, Gohan, it's kind of got a text thing where you can either go, it's like explore a bit, once again, it's one of these, like, you want to explore a bit or go to, like, Chi-Chi's house. And I was like, I'm going to explore around a bit. So, you know, I poke around, go back to the beginning of the game, where, like, very first spawn position, where yeah. I very first started the game. Lo and behold, who's there? Goku. <laughs> I ran into a second Goku. <laughs> <laughs> you found the secret. There's actually two of them the whole time. Double Goku. It's black Goku. Goku black. <laughs> He's here. Um, That's Zamasu. <laughs> Yeah, that that was it was weird because his head would track me. So like he would like look at me and like move his head around to where I was like moving. But That's like creepy. I couldn't talk to him or anything. He was just there. So it's like, hanging out. Yeah, it like spawned in an extra character model, which was weird. I doubt it's there now, but it it was just like it was a weird thing where I'm like, clearly something happened where they like accidentally triggered a second spawn. That's funny. So yeah, I th- I thought that was hilarious. Uh yeah, I don't. I my friend had one where just icons didn't change because there's a weird like, like this game does a lot of needless things for no friggin' reason. But it's got <laughs> this like friend board thing. Uh, like I think it calls it a spirit board, but it's like a friend board where you can like put. You'll get like little emblems of characters that you can yeah. like put on this board to get like extra boons. And they're like, yeah, Jerobi has a board, and like Chi-Chi's got a board, but they like add boons to like cooking or once again i think the z board adds to like your actual attack stats the cooking board adds to that but it'll like group characters uh and so if you have these characters like next to each other you'll get a boon so there's obviously one for like turtle school so that's anybody who trained at like kami house my friend pulled up his his one for kami house and it had like it was supposed to be like goku krillin and yamcha G- guess what it had for krillin's picture it had a, a Cyberman. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, yeah, so it, I haven't run into anything game-breaking, but uh, once again, my, my biggest issue so far has been, like, some of the fights have been needlessly hard, followed by fights that are abnormally easy. Uh, two of the fights I've struggled with so far have been, like, when you very first fight Vegeta uh, with Goku... I was like, why is he just, he's kicking my ass every time. And I was like, I don't know if I'm like not doing something, which I found out later. There was one thing I wasn't doing in particular that I should have been doing, which is if you, uh, there, you have a little meter on the side and I don't remember it explaining it anywhere, but I kept being like, how do I activate that? And I was like, maybe, maybe I get it later when I go super saiyan or something or, but then I'd like, I mean, it gives you Kaoken and the Kaoken doesn't drain that, but it drains your health. Uh, but apparently if you just like when that's full and then you use the, the power to charge your key. So if you just hold triangle, at least on the PlayStation, um, which charges your key, if you just keep charging, you'll get kind of a, like, you'll get amped up for a bit, kind of like a rage mode, so to speak. And then you can just like hammer on people. So I'm like, that would, that would have definitely helped in that fight, but I don't know. That fight was like abnormally hard. But the fight I struggled with even more than that, 
because I died like I think three or four times in that Vegeta fight, which was like whatever. Like I, I found a way to eventually do it. I was a little maybe underleveled for that one because there was definitely some shit I could have done as Goku that I just didn't do uh, to level up a little bit more for that because I was three levels under leveled and like lower than Vegeta during that fight. But the fight I struggled with way more was fighting Doria. And you're level, I think, 23, and he's level 22, so you're a level higher than him, but he just was kicking my ass. And you know how when you, like, this game does a weird thing where, like, the PCs seem to have a move where they have, like, armor when they attack sometimes? So it'll yeah. be like you're punching them, and usually they flinch, but they'll, they'll go red and they'll have, like, a hit armor. Which means whatever, you can, like, pull a block, because it, it'll let you block at basically any time unless you're, like, stunned or something. Um, but Dodoria, he wouldn't flinch. Like I'd just be pounding him and he <laughs> had zero flinch and he would use like these charge attacks where he would like do kind of a head spinny type bullshit, which Your would do, do nothing. It would just do a stupid amount of damage to me. Um, eventually I just clobbered the shit out of him and <laughs> eventually got him. Uh, which, and then, and then you go on to fight Zarbon, who's, you know, technically stronger than Dodoria. And I just beat the shit out of him. Like, didn't even get hit once. Just, like, clobbered the absolute ever-loving shit out of Zarbon. And I was like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, which I, Similar with the Vegeta fight, though. I did fighting Vegeta with Goku. Stupidly hard. Then uh, Vegeta transforms into the Great Ape. Uh, and, yeah, when he was the Great Ape, I'm like, I punched him in the face, like, eight times, and he was dead. Like, wow. <laughs> I was like, it makes no fucking sense. So the game definitely has issues. It's it's far from a perfect game. But my, my biggest issue is the, like, it's like, man, they made a, like, big open world and, like, the shit to do in it just seems kind of, like, pointless or worthless in a way. Like, you can hunt in it, but it's, like, weird. Like, there'll be, like, wolves and shit. You just, like, run up to them, press the circle button, and it just is like, you got meat. It's like, okay. <laughs> or, like, the dinosaurs that are weirdly in the Dragon Ball verse. It's like, yeah, you can shoot them with a key blast. And it's just like, yeah, you just sit there and blast them until they die. And it's just like, th nice. like they'll chase you, but it's like, they can't really kill you or anything. Well, maybe they kill you if they hit you enough, but odds of you getting hit enough are like impossible. Because you could just fly above them out of their attack range and just blast them in the face. <laughs> um, there's also like weird towers that like seem to spawn like Red Ribbon Army units or whatever it might be, depending on the planet, on like planet free, on the... Planet Namek with the Frieza soldiers. It's like these like Frieza ships. Uh, but you can like just attack those, which once again, you just sit there and blast them with key and they just yeah. blow up. It, and sometimes you get items. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay. It's once again, kind of like I'm getting a lot of items, but there doesn't seem like there is cooking and stuff, but I don't know. It, it seems like they didn't think that all the way through or maybe it wasn't developed enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's It's got a fistful of fucking problems, but... I'm enjoying it, but I knew, once again, I had measured expectations. I wasn't expecting this to be like, it's going to be like Dragon Ball Z, but it's like, it's if Red Dead was Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I expect it to be basically like the fighting games, just with a world that I'm walking around in. Yeah. Do you uh, play anything else this week or... That's been really it. I've been waiting for my Tokyo Mirage sessions to get yeah. here and... That I was going to dive a little bit into that, but that arrived today, so... Well, before we take a break, I wanted to go wheel back to Demon's Tilt really quick here because um, I saw them retweet a post here where somebody 
posted their score of 37 billion points. It's insane. I don't know how you get scores that high. You you have a single run that takes two hours. Oh my god. Yeah. Total time two hours, one minute, ten seconds. I'd be fatigued. Like his first his first ball was one hour and fifteen minutes. My eyeballs would hurt after that long. You got seventeen million on that run. And second ball, forty minutes. Got another seventeen million. What and then he got like a zillion on the third ball? Or no, I, sorry, I meant seventeen billion. He, he got seventeen billion on his first ball and seventeen billion on his second ball. Yikes! And then he flubbed his third ball and got what kind of monsters. He got oh shit! What He'll was be it? like, I fucked up my third ball and only got him like one point five billion. Th- th- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he flubbed his third ball one point five billion. That was a one point five billion five minutes thirty seconds. That's one hell of a multiplier, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking insane. I might need to look up like a score guide. See, see how I can rack up a lot of points real quick. Yeah, I don't even know like what half this. I mean, like I know like like rituals and seances. He had 185 rich complete rituals, 92 seance complete, zero attendant calls. I don't know what that is. Eight wizard points. JX six GX nine. I don't know what those mean. I, I guess know I'm, what a lot of those mean. I'm not a true pinball player. I guess I don't know any of that shit. Me. I mean, it's got like a lot of, it, it reminds me of kind of like Smash Brothers where it'd yeah. be like, it shows all your weird tracking. like point shit that you're like, I don't know what all this shit is. It's just what be they're like, tracking inside the game. You threw a sword at somebody. Here's like a score thing. And you're like, cool. <laughs> Here's how many times you've thrown a sword at somebody and it successfully hit them in the arm. <laughs> like, awesome. <laughs> I don't know why it was tracking that. But yeah, that's insane. He cut his time from ball one to two for the, almost the same amount of points, almost in half. I mean, I'm assuming that's because of the multiplier, but that's insane. They they asked, See, they said, what what the, do I win? And Demon still says gratitude. I don't know the stipulation behind what, how much multiplier it keeps. Yeah, I don't know. Because sometimes it seems like it totally fucks you and you keep like nothing. And I mean, sometimes I've had like a 50 multiplier ball goes down the drain and it's like, you get nine. Yeah. And I'm like, but why do I get nine? Yeah. And then other times they're like, oh, well, you get 12 from 30. I don't. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't. I don't yeah, I don't understand. I, th- what, I was like, there's got to be something that's like more of a permanent multipliers based on like, which I assume might be based on like boss defeats and like other things like that. And yeah. then I think the ones from the little hammer thing that like tempers your blade, uh, or ball in this case, uh, <laughs> are temporary. But I, yeah, I'm I like, don't I don't. Know. I just know for sure there's definitely like all these multipliers go away when you lose your ball. Yeah, they sure do. But we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back. Hey, everyone, just popping in here real quick to thank you for listening to the show. We sincerely hope you are enjoying it. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at social at litgamingarena.com and we will read those on the community engagement segment. So uh, don't hesitate to email in your questions if you have any. It's just another way that you can interact with us and the show. Uh, So we look forward to receiving some emails for that. That would be awesome. Uh, Secondly, we do have an Overwatch tournament coming up on February 8th, which is a Saturday at 3 p.m. Mountain Time or 5 p.m. Eastern. 
2 p.m. Pacific if you are in those time zones. It is a free entry tournament. There will be a $60 prize for the winner. The teams are 6v6 minimums. You can have up to 10 players total for subs. Uh, If you want to join that, make sure you go to lga.gg, click on tournaments. You will find a link to our BattleFi and you can register your team there. And additionally, you will have to join the Discord and that is the way that we will be organizing the tournament and making sure that uh, everything runs smoothly. And there is also a link to our Discord on our website or you can just type in chat.lga.gg and then you'll be ready to go on our discord um so that's something to look forward to and that's all i have to say so here is one of our awesome podcast friends hi i'm cody and i'm christian and we're nerds with friends not just two nerds who have some friends no We're your hosts for the podcast, Nerds with Friends. We cover any topic that people can nerd out over, from TV, movies, and comics, to conventions, tabletop RPGs, and much more. Nerds with Friends comes out every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And of course, on our website, nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. Join us every week as we confess our nerdy confessions and talk about the latest in nerdy news. And remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. Okay, welcome back to the show, and we're going to jump into... The community engagement segment. As soon as I pull Twitter up. Was your question about Dragon Ball Z? Nope. Well, that's all I know. (laughs) So. I can tell you just about anything about Dragon Ball Z. The amount of details. So the question this week was, what was your first rated M or equivalent game? So Marcus, what was your first rated M game? I don't 100% know, but I think it was Doom. I think it was Doom. Which wasn't exactly necessarily like, well, I, I, my dad let me play a bit of it, but yeah, I don't know. He was like, sometimes he'd let us play, sometimes he wouldn't. There was like, I remember playing Duke Nukem and some parts he was okay with, some parts yeah. he wasn't. So. But I'm pretty sure it was Doom, like Doom on the N60, I mean not N64, but uh, Doom on the SNES. For me, I think, I, I'm pretty sure I'd mentioned it before, but I think for me it was Halo. It was my first actual wow. rated M game. That's quite a ways out. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, I had only played, like, I don't know, it, was Turok rated M? I feel like it probably should have been, but... It's hard to it, tell. I Yeah, for those old games, it feels like it's hard to know for I sure. I feel like the first Turok was was T, but I think it eventually got an M rating. They moved stipulations on some of that stuff eventually. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I think, like, the, I don't know, because that's like, a, I think Killer Instinct yeah. was rated T, and... I don't know. There's some like there's people getting melt like Killer Instinct is pretty Mortal Kombat adjacent. Yeah. And it seems like nowadays, like would stuff like that be considered even M? I mean, maybe. Um, I mean, a lot of that stuff just just trans like it feels like currently there's only two ratings of games. There's either E for everyone or like E10 plus either or. uh, And then there's just rated M games. There's like the amount of games that are rated T are like none. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it just seems weird because, like, looking back at, like, games like Doom now, it's like, I don't know, it's so old. <laughs> well, well, I mean, see, the, this is why, I'm, like, my dad was kind of more okay with us playing, uh, well, me and my brother playing, like, certain rated M games back on the SNES and, like, mostly on the SNES because it was so cartoony. Like, it, 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 yeah. it, it didn't, like, I, he had problems with other games the more realistic they, they got. 
yeah like, like later in the like yeah it, like where it was like i think more combat he had like some issues with uh but then it he still let us play mortal Kombat. uh but it was later getting into the like n64 era and like well he he, he didn't really give a shit come like ps2 uh because i was yeah. like i was like we were already playing like I mean, my brother had like all the Grand Theft Autos and like all that shit. Yeah, I think for me it was, it just seems like, because I mean, I think I had to like convince him to even let us get like Vice City. I, it it just seemed like, um, I, Halo was probably the first one I actually owned because I've probably played like Mortal Kombat at a friend's house or something, but I've never owned it. Well, a lot of those games you could just, uh, buy. Like, they didn't start carting until yeah, I think I true. was, like, 12 or 13. And then, but even then, some places would have, like, cool GameStop guy or an RK software, et cetera. Yeah. would just be like. Yeah, you yeah, can, buy, you sure. can get this, whatever. Like, I don't care. I mean, once again, back back in the day, stuff was, like. Car- even was now, they could enough. still do that. There's no, like, legal precedent There technically isn't, but uh, in the case of places like Target, at least, is a good example. Um, they have to scan an ID. I hate the scanning ID Like, thing. they absolutely have to scan an ID, which is, like, the once again, there's annoying. technically no legal requirement behind it. Like, it is not a law. But it's their corporate but, policy. Yeah, so. I hate, the, like, I had to go buy, I went to go buy, like, Sudafed or something, or, or Mucinex, but it has Sudafed in it, the active ingredient from, like, Walgreens. And they're like, we have to see your ID. So I show my ID. It's like, well, we have to scan it. So it's like, really? You're going to make me like pull it out of my fucking wallet and yep. say, like, I'm like, we're going to be here for a minute because I got to pry it out of my leather wallet that like shrank to form to the size of my freaking ID. So, but yeah, you could, you could back in the day, you could get, you could get away with just like buying stuff because I mean, most of the, yeah. the adults even, like they're they're cashiers. They they don't know what yeah. half the shit is, or they're just a teenager that doesn't care. Fuck, <laughs> I weird weird story. But I was buying a game just at Target, um, and I'm I was I think twenty three, twenty four, and a guy stops me and he's just like, "Oh, are you buying like that Grand Theft Auto like ten? And I was like, "Well, a they're not on that." number of grand theft auto and b this is not i'm not buying grand theft auto. like i think i was buying a mario game or whatever yeah. the fuck and he was just like all oh, the violence in those games he was just some like some boomer u- some yeah well like uber just christian guy that was like yeah, trying boomer. to peddle his christian <laughs> faith on me and i was just like i like who are you to tell me what i can and can't buy and i'm like i'm like sir i know i like i look young i'm aware of that but i was like I- i'm in my 20s like if i want to buy a fucking rated m game i can i'm allowed to buy a goddamn rated m game like just like you're allowed to go buy a gun (laughs) like regardless of if i i can have sex with the prostitutes in my game and then kill them and take their money back (laughs) like if i want to see that content i'm allowed to I'm an adult. I'm an adult and I have rights. I know my rights. But no, I'm buying a copy of Fortune Street. <laughs> <laughs> if you must know. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, I think Doom. Uh, but like I said, I think there is way back when stuff was a lot more cartoony. So it kind of like was like, it's got violence, but it's yeah. easy to discern that stuff from reality. Yeah. It's with something like the newest Mortal Kombat. It's like th- those lines are blurring because oh, it's like, yeah. We like photo scanned a real person and now we're cutting them in half. Yeah. 
<laughs> like you're showing, mm, we're showing the ribs and those graphics are pretty. Yeah, like I, especially like gruesome. I mean, that's some. I mean, that's something I come to Mortal Kombat for. But I think I am like less okay with a kid consuming it, and that's not me being just like uh like boomer man it's over different. here. Yeah, but it is just like games are getting hyper realistic in a way that they just weren't when we were kids. It's like yeah, the way games when we were kids rate with an M rating where it's like they look like cardboard cutouts and like yeah, oh you fell on a spike trap and very cartoonishly red blood spilled out of them. <laughs> like eh. and now it's like I feel like. Fortnite benefits from that a little bit with the colors and now they have like their whole kind of partnership with nerf so now like you can just write that off as like oh no they're nerf guns they're nerf guns you could even be like their paintballs yeah like but like yeah they specifically have like their whole like Fortnite nerf guns you can buy now that shoot like like either like the balls or whatever but it's like now you you can just literally be like oh it's okay they're just shooting with nerf guns in the game versus call of duty where you get you can murder a baby <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. and that's once again they they're like the graphics and that are like crazy good so that does kind of get more problematic yeah with once again separating like once once so again mostly my issue is reality the, and video game yeah or just simulation in general like because they're create which i mean they're the goal of some games is to create a, an immersive experience but those because i mean i i will 100 percent argue and easily win that argument that books the things you read about in books are 100 billion times worse than almost anything in any video game like i mean yeah hell i remember when we were kids like you, you learn about like the holocaust in like fourth fifth grade so yeah so it's like yeah you we've learned about plenty of atrocities but it it just it, seems different when you're reading about it versus a visceral a graphic yeah. representation of it or if Recreating it's like creating it in a holocaust simulator yeah. which i mean doesn't exist or maybe baby, it does but like visual like i mean it's different when you're baby killing simulator like well in the case of like call of duty is a good example of like yeah you're just given the choice where you can it'll give you a game over but you can just murder a child yeah um or in the case of Skyrim, you like, have eh. to uh, download a mod that allows it. Which, which, like I said, I, I think people like that dig deep enough. I think they're able to discern enough. Yeah. Uh, but I do think some of that stuff can be damaging to youth. If you know, if, but if you're, I would even say like I don't know, teenagers could probably like understand it. But I don't know. It's still like uh, I'd prefer if you were over the age of 18 before you're really where you're you're a bit more developed and can like yeah. separate the two and don't use you're not using hypothetically something not not necessarily call of duty isn't the great one greatest representation of it but theoretically a, like that murder simulation game oh, uh, yeah. if you're not using that to like perform dry runs to eventually escalate to actual murder uh which I know, once again, I'm, I'm an advocate for games are actually good and are a way to get out aggression and they're therapeutic, um, even if they are hyper-violent or whatever it might be. Like, I mean, yeah. fuck, I, I, I play Doom. I'm looking forward to the new Doom. Oh, I play Mortal new. Kombat. I play all kinds of violent games. Yeah. But I'm a well-adjusted person and always have been. Like, I, I can separate reality from games. I mean, I was a kid even playing Grand Theft Auto and I ended up fine. I mean, yeah. I definitely got some screws loose in my head, but <laughs> like I, I, I could separate like 
you're stealing cars in a game and that's just like fun goofs that that's just for goof em ups to be like ah, i'm shooting people with rocket launchers this is fantasy yeah this is fantasy bullshit yeah i'm rocket jumping am i gonna do that in real life no absolutely not but <laughs> i can do that in a video game and it's kind of hilarious or once again like grand theft auto like getting the double-sided dildo beating people to death whatever i can't buddy be. hop in real life uh, typing in cheat codes to get the uh tank and just blowing up a bunch of cops i don't have anti-gravity it's, cheats it's funny <laughs> anyway uh, we should get some of these uh chat or these qu- answers here fuck those because we actually got a lot today <laughs> rated m games are awesome yeah, they, they are um connor mitchell at connor hawks 12 says my first experience or my first experience rated m game oh boy i don't know which one is the first i ever saw or played it could have been grand theft auto doom the suffering shit the suffering it's a game i haven't even thought of in a fucking <laughs> zillion years um rj moore at the rj moore says what modern warfare 2 um that's another funny thing is like once again call of duty like technically technically outside of like minecraft and fortnite so you put those in a different bucket but all the yeah. top selling games of like all time especially within this decade M. rated m games because because they're all fucking grand theft auto and call of duty yeah i saw a list which i guess we should have covered in the news but we didn't but there's a list of all the like highest grossing games for the decade and it's like almost all call of duty yeah, makes that makes a lot of money there's a reason why they come out with a new one every year it's like call of duty grand theft auto red dead redemption like yep um yeah assassin's creed <laughs> these are all rated m games <laughs> nerds with friends at nerds with friend says leisure suit larry shit <laughs> that was a game like me and my brother knew about when we were pretty young and we yeah, were always like, like oh, i want to like, play that boobs in that game yeah <laughs> pixelated <laughs> <boobs>. like, <laughs> i bet that's awesome <laughs> yeah. um unknown games podcast at ugp underscore cast says for me devil may cry yeah that's a good one too that was pretty early i like it like basically like at least with age but with this question i'm like forcing everybody to show their age almost yeah in <laughs> you a way you can kind of tell like i don't know that like some, some like people said, are late was, bloomers i was like mine was doom and i think i was about like four yeah. like like which it it more scared me like running into pinky or the the one that scared me the most was the the coca demon <laughs> just the, he was just a weird blob yeah nasty well speaking of late bloomers our friend from last episode charles walker at fallen monk d20 says probably dragon age origins it was one of the first games I owned. That's rated M because the fucking. Because <laughs> the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and no other reason. <laughs> uh, three Fat Nerds Pod at Three Fat Nerds Pod says, really aging myself, the original Mortal Kombat for Sega. I know technically there was no M ratings back then, but the game had a parental warning. And at least where I'm from, that meant you had to show an idea to buy it or rent it. I mean, it it caused the rated M thing. Yeah. It's it, the- it, it's the beginning. The it's the harbinger of yeah. Yeah, because that that wasn't like well, that makes me wonder because like I think Doom may have not been Doom might have came either. out before that, but Doom know. probably would have been. Well, I know it is like it is in, now, hi- yeah. in hindsight it is, but and that's another thing. Like I I had a friend where I played Mortal Kombat at his house, uh, Mister Klopp, old Johnny Klopp. He's real, uh, not, <laughs> not a figment of my imagination. <laughs> Retrostalgia at retro Retrostalgia Pod says. Honestly, I'm not sure. I grew up with Nintendo stuff, so it was a while before I got an M-rated game. Maybe Halo? I never played it, but my sister did. Come on, he knows that in Mario 64 there was like the Mario's chest hair cheat. <laughs> <and> like... <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, 30 and Nerdy Podcast at 30 and Nerdy Pod says Duke Nukem. Shake it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Our friends over at Shart Select Podcast at Shart Select Pod says probably GTA if that was a rated M. I can't remember if it was. If not, then probably Wu-Tang Shaolin style. I have a copy of that on PlayStation. (laughs) Fuck. It's got all those characters. It's got Ghostface Killer in it. (laughs) Uh, Code at LGA Code says Halo. A lot of Halos. I felt like Halo, especially the first Halo, I'm like, it didn't need to be rated. Like It really didn't because, I mean. If, I, Halo, if the just, first Halo was rated guns. for today, I think it would be rated T. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Gaming Casual Podcast at Gaming Casual Pod says, my first rated game, or my first rated M game was GTA 3. That game was a blast. With Tony Vossetti. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grief Burrito at Grief Burrito says, I think I was... I think it was Quake for the N64 for us. I still remember that low gravity level. I feel like I'm older than all these people. <laughs> I know I'm not, but feel like I'm a, I'm a relic. Quake? I, don't, I think that's another one that was before ratings. No. No? Not Quake, no. Mm. I guess I, I. whenever I think of Quake, I think of Quake 3. I don't know how much long, how, how much time passed between Quake 1 and Quake 3. See, some of these games, like, some of the games, well, a lot of the games I played did come out before I was born. But I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast, but either way, I think it's a great joke is growing up poor in the 90s is just like growing up in the 80s. It's true. But (laughs) growing up poor in the 2000s is like growing up in the 90s. It really is. It just it shifts you a whole decade. Uh, But it's it's a funny thing I've come to realize. I think you're not wrong, because like when I was like really young, we had an Atari 2600. And that's how old is that? Yeah. And I mean, we had uh, my first console was an NES. And then like shortly after that, we got a SNES. But we like all the games we played were like a lot of like 89 type games games, and like or older. (laughs) They were it was one of those situations where I'm like new to me. Like (laughs) I've never seen these things. before. Uh. Game it, game it all at game it all says the game I would assume every every five year old in the nineties secretly played on the PC behind their parents' back, Doom. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's my choice. I wasn't <laughs> playing on the PC though because I was yeah. poor. Well, we had a we had a PC. We had a Windows ninety five PC. <laughs> it could run some games on there. Yeah. See, when I was five, we had a Macintosh. Yuck. But uh, actually, no, when I was you had Atari. <laughs> actually, you had the Philips CDI, <laughs> the Macintosh that happened when I was six or seven. Was it one of the ones with the colored backs? No, no, it wasn't. An, oh, it was it wasn't those? an iMac. It was this was an actual Macintosh ass oh, Macintosh. Because I felt that's when when the iMac started, that's when I started to see a, a lot of them. But the, yeah, because everyone's like, oh, what those colors? Um. What the Famicom, a gaming podcast, says, or at What the Famicom says, I'm assuming Mortal Kombat, but my mom refused to buy me Manhunt in 2003 because it was M-rated. What a bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I love their comments. Like, when they promote their podcast, they, they say a gaming podcast for people who hate gaming podcasts. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, they're, they're pretty funny. Did you know Manhunt was, like, banned in australia especially the wii version because you had to like act out like strangling people it's so stupid because i'm like the people kept being like you have to like act out the murders and it was like by like 
I was like, you know, people are playing on their couch with a Wiimote nunchuck and they're just flicking their wrist to be like, put a bag over this guy's head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Joey at random three zero four zero four nine zero four says it was Halo. Yeah, I love any game with the story and expanded universe. I mostly like RPGs, but not too many are M. Mostly he likes that M rating, though. Yeah, he likes that M. It's got to be full of blood and guts and <laughs> sadness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my uh, nerdy bitches at nerdy bitches pod says my dad had leisure suit Larry and we would sneak on to play it. Always caught something from the hooker. <laughs> Great. I'm envious. I wanted the leisure suit Larry. I just couldn't. <laughs> Fresh Geek Context at FGC Podcast says God of War on PlayStation 2. There are a lot of these like early ones, but nobody's saying like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I don't think we got a single one of those. Uh, Grand Rapidians play video games at Grand underscore video says I bought Conker's Bad Fur Day new on clearance shortly after the GCN came out. My... Uh- my brother asked for Conker's Bad Fur Day uh, on the N64 for Christmas. And he, and he actually, my dad, see, that's another, once again, my, my dad was a lot more lenient on this stuff, uh, which is funny. So so he buys my brother this game, obviously. Like, yeah. he gets it for Christmas, and, and my brother's like, I think, I can't, oh, well, I can't remember when, how old he was. But I mean, there's like, there's boobs in that game. Granted, once again, it's like all kind of cartoony. Yeah. And like, it's a, uh, the boobs in that game are from like a sunflower (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i I don't think my dad knew that but i think my dad was like fine with some of the other weird shit in there or maybe he didn't know i mean he he was more plugged in than that so i think he knew some of the shit in there like he knew there's swearing or like maybe that you could pee on stuff but i don't think he knew about the weird nudity that was in there (laughs) the great mighty poo nice (laughs) yeah someone actually posted that gif (laughs) <laughs> the great i'm the great mighty poo um it's ghosts of the stratosphere at got stratosphere i'm always awful at what was your first questions my memory is junk were wolfenstein 3d or doom rated m well yeah yep <laughs> yeah um, pretty sure they both were yeah. doom for sure but wolfenstein maybe not because they used to be like a lot more lenient on that stuff like i said you yeah. have to really because there wasn't, like, a lot of voice acting in games yet. There wasn't, like... So it'd just be like, is it bloody? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, Josh and Kevin at Big Stupid Podcast says, Leisure Suit Larry. A lot of Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. I'm surprised, because it felt like not a lot of people played that game. Okay, well, this is fun. Huh? Podcast and YouTube at Huh? Podcast. That's H-U-U-U-H Podcast. But the H's are capitalized. That's why the inflection, huh? Um, Resident Evil OG PlayStation. I I played that back on the PS1 when I was a kid. It scared the fuck out of me. (laughs) Especially like we we had the director's cut, which I feel like was the only copy you could get. I don't remember ever seeing the original (laughs) copy. They just did that to sell more copies. Probably, but the fucking like... The first zombie you run into that, like, cranes his head all fucked up, it's, like, gave me, like, nightmares for a really long time. Or, like, I know I talked about the fucking zombie dogs through the goddamn windows. That game gave me some spooks, <laughs> like. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that uh, Resident Evil Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> On the PS1? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I've I've heard people mention that Resident Evil thing with the the glass, the the thing, the dogs bend the glass. Where you they don't they don't do anything the first time you walk past them, but then you go back through there, I guess, the second time, and then they actually do burst through the glass, and you're it, it was scares like the my, shit out of you. It was like my first exposure to jump scares. Yeah, and like I mean, like normal and you little threw kids. Your controller at the TV and broke yeah, it. <laughs> and like normal little kids that you're like, I, I was afraid of like all the things in that game, like snakes, spiders, and it's, it's got all that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, here's like giant giant tarantulas, and here's like a giant gross snake boss. Here's yeah. here's some sharks and shit. <laughs> uh, Death Knight Leo at Death Knight Leo says Resident Evil. Uh, what were they thinking at WWTT podcast says Manhunt. I think. Let's see. Let's see. Irrelevant lasers at Irrelevant Lays One says Splatterhouse for the TG sixteen. Maybe it's been a long time. I'm not sure if they had any kind of rating system whatsoever in the 80s, so maybe it was Leisure Suit Larry. I think it came out in 1987, where Splatterhouse came out in 1988. The content was very different, though. Yeah, I don't... I feel like the rating system came in the 90s. Like I said, I think the games that really pushed it were... Well, definitely Mortal Kombat Kombat was the biggest one, but I think, like, Mortal Kombat and Doom were kind of... Shaken Not Nerd at Shaken Not Nerd says... I think mine was Tekken 2, but honestly, I have no idea. Uh, Colin Ginter, Chum, Chumbabert, at the Calling calling Inter, says, Mortal Kombat 9 was the first one I bought. Mortal Kombat 2 was the first one I played. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cinema Flavor, at Cinema Flavor, says, Splinter Cell. I can't, I remember my cousin let me borrow it, and I got, and then I got caught with it. I lied and said I found it, then I got caught lying, and then finally said where I actually got it. That was 15 years ago, and I just stopped being grounded from that. <laughs> Splinter Cell was another one of those games where it's like, almost like, why is it rated? Like, yeah, I mean, you are shooting people, teen. but it's like, I don't know, guns are so in everything. Like, I'm like, you're shooting stuff in everything. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Jana, pizza saint of the highest order at it's it's Cthulhu, but spelled with a Q, Q U T H U L H U. Uh, we don't have the lettered ratings here in Germany, Germany. They got we, the Peggy. Yeah, we rate by age zero, zero, 06, 12, 16, 18. So I guess 16 Peggy would be closest 12. to M. In that case, probably Fallout 3. Peggy 16. Peggy 18. I always like that. I like that voice. Yeah. Peggy 18, and then trailer. <laughs> well, they don't got a Peggy 18. They only got a Peggy 16. Are you sure about that? Didn't he just say the highest was 16? 16, 18. Oh, there's what an they said. I'm pretty sure there's an 18. I've never seen I feel it. like I've heard Peggy 18. Um, that always seems weird because I'm like, even rated M games, just like rated R movies, you can go to when you're 17. Yeah, but then you'd have 18 restriction on games. It's weird. Uh, NE podcast at NE pod will do says conquers bad for a day. Maybe there's the boobies. <laughs> yep. And that's, that's it for the responses. We had a lot of them in this week. See, I think out of those, the ones, some of those were, I think almost, uh, I forget what is it just, what, what, lot- what's the rating above M a, a O. Yeah. A O. Yep. 
See, I know like just like Leisure Suit Larry wasn't that like <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry and like Conquers Bad Fur Day were like borderline AO games or like yeah. AO didn't always exist. Like I think with yeah, Laser I wonder what Suit the Larry, first AO game, didn't yeah. exist. I feel like that might have been like okay, maybe we need an AO rating. There hasn't been a lot of games rated AO. No, I mean you go to a porn mm-hmm. site, you can find plenty of them, but. I think those games are just unrated. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you sell, like... And that's the thing. If you sell, like, a, just a digital copy and you don't well, have, like, it, on it shelf copies, m- you don't have an AO rating. Yeah. Well, because if um, if you want your game rated, you have to pay the ESRB, so... Yeah. Which like, you only need it rated if you're selling it on... If it's on shelves. Yeah. Or if you're on, like, I know big enough storefronts like PSN or... And I think they were going to try to, like, enforce, like, ESRB ratings on, like, the Steam store or something. There was, like, a blowback from that's that because happen. a lot of people can't afford that because I think it's, like, upwards of $1,000 to get a game rated by the ESRB, so... Fuck that. Yeah, like, if you're an indie game, that's, like, the make it or break it type of uh, fund for you. But, yeah, that's... I feel like we got we had see for uh out of all of those we had a lot of a lot of Halo, a lot of Leisure 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 Suit Larry, a lot of Doom, a lot of more combat. You know you know a lot of the same ones. Resident yeah. Evil was in there quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, which hey, I mean I started with Doom, played some Mortal Kombat, so I, I couldn't really tell you specifically which one was the first because like I said my my family was a little bit more lenient on that stuff. Like once again my my dad was like the cool parent. Uh, and then my mom was like, she didn't know what was going on. So, cause she, she's complained about it several times. Like even today, I'm I'm like 30 years old and she's yeah. still like occasionally like your brother would get that Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, but you, you know, what's that that's called. You just weren't doing parenting, right? Yeah. You should have saw him killing hookers, but you just like looked at the screen and you're like, that's nice, honey. Are you winning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah i'm winning yeah these hookers are paying me <laughs> <laughs> yeah then there's some weird ones in there like i mean with our our friend fallen monk d20 with that dragon age origins but i mean i guess if you're uh i mean he's like the top 10 anime comebacks coming going from no games to being all the games i'm impressed um, like I, 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 <laughs> I like him and how he's just like I didn't have games growing up, and now now he's like making up for lost time. <laughs> I'm like, goddamn, I'm an overdrive now. Yeah, well, I guess if uh, if you're really into D and D, Dragon Age Origins is a really good place to start because it's just D and D, but Dragon Age. Yeah, I mean, like, well, any of those like D and D type games, like Baldur's Baldur, Gate. Yeah, I was gonna say Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's like a zillion of those, like <laughs> different types of games like that. Good games, a lot of good games. A lot of bad games, but good games. I was kind of surprised nobody said Diablo. Yeah, because I had a friend that played Diablo growing up. He was, like, obsessed with that. And his dad played uh, Planetscape. Is that like... Planescape? Torment? No. Wait, Planet Planetside. Sorry. Planetside. Yeah, oh, yeah. Planetside. The, the OG version of Planetside. Yeah, man, there, there's... That was, like, the coolest thing. I was like, man, there's all these people here that's crazy i mean i just like like i think in the ps2 to like xbox era they got a little they got a little overzealous with rating things rated m 
Like, I know, yeah. once again, Halo kind of teeters that where it's like, eh, it's more of a teen game, to be honest. Yeah. Like, most of the guys are in armor. You don't see really a lot of Yeah, blood. and that's kind of like what I had to convince. I'm like, you're killing aliens. Come on. Like, it's, it's, how many times they, have I watched? They bleed like green. Yeah. <laughs> you guys let me watch Starship Troopers. <laughs> Come on. There's boobies how many, in that. How many times There's, have I seen Starship Troopers? You're not going to let me play fucking Halo? Halo I, is just a new version of Starship Troopers. If, if there's so much a nipple, it gets an M rating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I want to watch Starship Troopers again. Yeah. It's been a long time. I there love that are, movie. There are not a lot of video games that really just uh, show dicks. It's not very common in a game. No. Well, I mean, it's not very common in any anything. In, oh, yeah. In, like, <laughs> but you know what game had a real big dick in it? Uh, Watchmen. Dante's Inferno. <laughs> that, that game, Satan's penis is just... <laughs> it's, Great. It's just there. Yeah. Just dangling. Well, I think uh, it's time to put a bullet in this one. So we're going to do that. So you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Lit Gaming Arena. You will find us. Go to our website where we post these episodes, lga.gg. You can join our Discord, chat.lga.gg. If you would please rate us five stars on Google. Google. Does Google have ratings? I don't fucking know. Well, just ra- give us ratings and reviews wherever you listen or sign up for all of the places and give us five stars, especially on iTunes slash Apple and Podchaser. And if you really enjoy the show, share us with your friends. Just I, I add if you know somebody that listens to podcasts, just like steal their phone and add our podcast into their feed so that it just downloads our episodes. And then maybe they'll listen to us and like us, too. Then that'd be cool. Just like, I don't know. We're going for guerrilla warfare here now. Just like start. <laughs> Just put our podcasts in every place yeah, you, you possibly can. Yeah, you gotta spread us like that uh, Coronoa virus. Yeah, it's human uh, <laughs> contact. You gotta s- spread it far spread and wide. Spread us around. Yeah, um, like an oil spill. Like a BP oil spill. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna put a bullet in that one. See you all next week. recorded hello my name's marcus uh, yeah, <laughs> just it was like so quiet it was really like a quiet. flat line over there justin <laughs>